Welcome to Quarantine Good, the only podcast that looks at things you started doing over the course of quarantine and decides whether you should continue doing those things as we venture back out into the real world, or if you should throw them straight in the trash. I'm David Twighty. I'm James Hamilton. We are the two guys who are going to judge how you've been spending your time and help you make shame-filled decisions about how you should be spinning it moving forward. Uh, I just also learned words, so they're <laughs> struggling to come out of my mouth, uh, but I think I practiced enough that I'll make it through this whole episode. Uh, David, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. This is So this is an exciting week. I, uh, I am vaccinated. I went to the movies again for the first time, hey. uh, and I saw the film Spiral. Uh, uh, from the Book of Saw, uh, oh. which on theme, something we've talked about we have talked in the about past the, on this yeah. podcast, and it was a baffling movie. It was very strange. Well, uh, for listeners, go back to Rohan's <laughs> episode where we talk all about the Saw franchise, uh, you know, and going to the movie. So congratulations, <laughs> though, for cross- crossing that threshold. That's very exciting. How you doing, James? Uh, I'm feeling. I'm feeling okay. I'll tell you, yesterday I, I I had three social hangouts uh, in one day, so I really I really went from zero to one hundred in one day, uh-huh. and um, I feel socially hungover. And in the same way <laughs> that like in the same way that when you're hungover, you just walk around going, "I'll never drink again." I've been walking around going, "I'll never speak to a human in person again. I'll yeah. never do it." Uh, but the thing I am feeling good about is that we have a great guest today. Uh, she has been on HBO. She's been on Comedy Central. And she's one of my favorite comedians. Uh, we have Vanessa Gonzalez. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for having me. How you doing, Vanessa? How's uh, How's quarantine been treating you? Oh, gosh. I mean, it's been all right. I, I've got a couple dogs here, so sorry. Yeah, I moved in with a bunch of dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Over quarantine, you yeah. gave up living with humans and you just moved right. in with dogs. Yeah, I feel you on on the like social anxiety now. Uh, I've started to do live shows again uh, the past few weeks, and it's also like I don't know how to talk afterwards <laughs> or hang out yeah. and. Yes. I'm still fist bumping and people are like, uh, we don't do that anymore. And I'm just like, we all I don't kiss now. Yeah. Yeah. We all <laughs> French kiss now. Yeah. Fauci really jumped from the elbow bump to kissing like really fast. <laughs> yeah. So, so it is like a, a weird thing to navigate, but yeah, it's been all right. I, I was living in LA when the, when everything shut down and after like, uh, two months, my roommate and I were like, yeah, we don't have jobs. Nothing's open here. Let's just move back home. So she went back home. I came back to Austin and uh, moved in with my boyfriend hey. um, because uh, I needed a sugar daddy. <laughs> <laughs> He's not like super rich or anything. He just has a job and I don't. So I call him my cinnamon papa. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not quite, not quite all the way sweet to a sugar daddy. Right, yeah. right. But yeah. he could pay for my chipotle, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what you needed. And that's what you yeah. needed in these trying times. Somebody yes. to pay for your yeah. chipotle. Um, yeah, yeah. I had a show on Thursday, 
And it was the it was like the most stimulated I'd been in a year and a half <gasps> because it's like you're talking to people and then and I was the host of the show so I was like just speaking with so many people about okay what do you want me to say before I go up there it's timing people and I and then speaking to the people in the audience and afterwards and I just was like this is I can't believe that I I've used to do this more than once a month yeah all right yeah. <laughs> let alone I, I more than once a week <laughs> i well so i had uh when i went to the movies i ran into tommy mcnamara past guest of the show yeah, yeah. uh and it, like that's the first time in a while that i've had that experience of just being someplace and be like oh hey what's up dude yeah. <laughs> well i i feel like for me it's like every Everybody I've seen out is like I haven't seen them in a year. Yeah. So when the the inevitable like how are you doing, everyone's just like, well, where do I start? You know. Like, yeah. Uh, I'm good. Yeah. What have you been up to? And uh-huh. it's like I live with a bunch of dogs now. I don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> yeah, just trying to be the alpha over here. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm not even. <laughs> well, you got to work your way up. Is only been a year. Yeah. What's under a, a beta? If it's alpha, beta, capricorn. Capricorn. Yeah, capricorn. That, the, that Latin letter. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Word. I know yeah, that Omega right. comes at the end, and that's about it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, that'll be for another episode <laughs> yeah. when we work our way through the alphabet. <laughs> the alphabet. I don't. I never learned Greek or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um. Corn. Yeah. Corn. Yeah. I, that's yeah. what it is. It's alpha, beta, corn. corn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when you have more than one dog, you're you. Somebody's got to be the alpha. Somebody's got to be the beta, and. <laughs> and then they like be in the corn. Um, well, Vanessa, what is the uh, quarantine activity that you're bringing today? So my uh, offering is uh, I started in quarantine for the first time in my life. Uh, I finally started therapy, which mm. um, I was always like putting off or I was like, I don't need it. I'm like Oprah. I'm. I don't need therapy. <laughs> Is that an Oprah thing that she won't go to therapy? Yeah. Stop yeah. Stop I mean... telling me. <laughs> People are always yeah. saying that to her. She's like, "Fuck off." Oh my god. Yeah. I I listen to Oprah's podcast and all her shows, and she's so wise. And she's like, "That's why I never needed therapy." And I'm like, "Yeah, me either." <laughs> um, but she's a billionaire. <laughs> and, right. Um, uh, the idea of like having anything in common with her at this point right. is pretty out there, I think. Yeah. yeah, I know. I'm like, she lives with a bunch of dogs too, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. I, well, I do. F- I do feel like with Oprah, her whole thing is being wise and asking thoughtful questions. I yeah. feel like she would just get in a, like in like a showdown with her therapist, where they, yeah. you know, they'd be like. You know, the therapist would say, how does that make you feel? And Oprah would say, look under your chair. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a free car. And the therapist is like, all right, I don't want to. Fine. I'm not going to complain, I guess. But this is a conflict of interest. This is not okay. <laughs> this is not, but you have to accept the car. <laughs> you, know, right? you have to. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You have to accept the car. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. So you were you were putting it off. Mm-hmm. Partially because you felt that you related to Oprah, um, yeah. but also 
I mean, was it also like you're a busy person? I mean, you've you've had a yeah. lot of things going on. Yeah, always busy, and then also like money, and you know, people would be like, "Oh, they have sliding scale and stuff," and I'm mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, but yeah, I just felt like I watch Oprah. I don't need a therapist. She she's my <laughs> therapist, pretty much." Um, but then, <laughs> and but and she was helpful for a, a long time, but. Uh, after a while, I was like, well, I got nothing to do. Oprah's off the air. Oh, Oprah's off. She's taking a break. <laughs> and now you're uh, like, what do I, I got Judge Judy, I guess. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what other shows? I mean, Sp- SpongeBob is pretty wise. Yeah. That's yeah. true. It, it always does have a surprisingly a mature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And I think I was just like. I was getting very overwhelmed at the beginning of quarantine when, like, you know, friends are like, let's Zoom, let's hang. And I'm like, these conversations are stressful <laughs> and, and like, yeah. are, are getting to, like, yeah, what are you doing? What's your plan? I'm like, ugh. So it was, like, getting hard to just talk to friends. So I'm like, let me talk to this bitch I don't know. <laughs> and see, <laughs> maybe that's more, like, it'll be easier and yeah i i like it it's it's nice i and then people also warn you like you know you might not like your first therapist you gotta shop around yeah and i'm like oh i don't want to do all that i gotta break up with her and Mm. mm -mm. yeah i mean that that is hard (laughs) that is a hard part of it because i like i've been I, i had been seeing a therapist before and still am like uh over the over the course of quarantine i've just been talking to her on the phone um, but it's like, I don't, I, I don't know if I found the right one for me or I just don't want to tell all my shit to another person. Like, right. totally. yeah. like yes. we're going to start over with this again. Like this yeah. person, like, I don't know if they're 100% the right therapist for me, but they already know all the stuff. Like, I don't wanna... know, it's, it's like the mafia. They know too much. I have to kill them. To get <laughs> <therapist>. Yeah. <laughs> I feel very strongly about like finding a therapist and how difficult it is that that's a problem is what I feel strongly about. It's Mm. like nothing. I haven't been seeing a therapist over quarantine, even though I probably should have been at various points. Um, But I haven't been because I like number one, I haven't wanted to start that relationship and that conversation over the phone and number two, I like. I think I actually dread going through that process. Every time I begin the process of looking for a therapist, it is there are so many obstacles to doing it. It is yeah. the most, it, the most confirmation that I get that I should be going to therapy because <laughs> I like get so flustered and feel so worthless as yeah. I'm like navigating this large <laughs> system and having to put myself out there over and over. And it's so discouraging. And I'm by the end, I'm like, well, I definitely do need therapy. That much is clear from this, but I'm not going anymore. Um, yeah. So I'm curious uh, about so many things, but first of all, maybe you can talk to us about like, what does the setup of therapy look like for you right now? It's on, um, I guess, well, like the stock word now is Zoom, but it's like a, it's a Google hang. Mm. Um, so that, and that's how I met her. And that's how we're still, I'm, I'm still with her. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it, 
it's interesting because like I'm like yeah I don't need to see you but I guess it's like I guess I need to see this person that I've been talking to or and and at first I didn't know how to go about it I'm like do I just jump in to like the deep stuff or how do we it it was it was weird I'm like again I don't know you I I don't know she's gonna go tell all my stuff to somebody else (laughs) yeah to Oprah but <laughs> but after a while, after a few sessions, I'm like, man, therapy is just me being like, I've had these like shitty thoughts about all the people in my life. And she's like, yeah, that's OK. You're, you're the best one. Everyone thinks that about their friends and family. I'm like, really? Cool. So it's like. She just validates my, like, hating everyone, I think. (laughs) Which has been been great. Because usually Oprah just makes me feel bad about that. I yeah I uh, I'm just picturing the context of that call from your therapist to Oprah just like you've been fucking up what you've been telling this lady (laughs) yeah exactly I'm just like um yeah everyone's getting on my nerves (laughs) you dropped the ball on this one oh yeah 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 being having somebody to affirm your feelings. Sounds very liberating, it, particularly in a time like this. But it also seems kind of dangerous because I'm like, part of me wants someone who's going to challenge these thoughts for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and no, I totally get that. And I'm like, is it that? Is it that she's like, okay, it's been a hard year. Everyone's having a hard time. My job right now is just to make people feel good. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know if I'm, I'm getting the quarantine therapy or because we're all experiencing this like shared trauma and she's just like yeah girl let it out no totally valid (laughs) yes yeah you should cut everyone out of your life i'm like okay i wonder Uh, (laughs) i mean i'm not i'm not really sure like the therapists that i've had in the past are very nice so i don't know to what extent tough love is even like a real clinical method but it doesn't seem like a wise approach to take now more than ever you know like like maybe quit crying and get your shit together (laughs) the world is fucking falling apart yeah i don't know maybe some therapists are out there like all i'm picturing like yeah like like a coach in the super bowl with Mm -hmm. like chewing tobacco (laughs) <laughs> like, is that the kind of therapist you want, James? It's like, yeah, that's what I want. I want, so, yeah, I definitely want someone who's spitting into a a yes. bottle and yeah. <laughs> a Dr Pepper. Yeah. <laughs> yes. If there's one group of people that seems like they have like a really good handle on their mental <laughs> health, it's professional football coaches. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Bill Belichick seems like an incredibly healthy guy emotionally. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Someone whose yeah. whole thing is just spending way too long at work and screaming <laughs> yeah. at grown men. Right. Ah, just <laughs> always taking their hat off yeah. and throwing it on the floor. <laughs> that is the type of investment I want in a therapist. I yeah. want someone who, when I tell them something, <laughs> I want them taking their hat off and being like, God damn it, not again. Yeah, my only, <laughs> my only requirement for a mental health professional is that they have been 
shown on TV, obviously swearing in slow motion. <laughs> yes. Yeah, unmiked. We can't hear what they're saying. <laughs> but you can, it's pretty easy to figure it it's out. It's so pronounced that you can definitely tell what it is. The word yeah. motherfucker doesn't really look like any other word. Yeah. Like, you know, it's very, yeah. It's very you true. dreamt about your ex again? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, what the fuck was just, that about? They just make you do 20 push-ups every time that you have a, a an unhelpful thought. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a bad tactic. That's not, <laughs> Actually, that's not bad. Every you time must. you every time you doubt yourself, you have to give me yeah. two laps. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, that would definitely get the negative thoughts out of you, I think. <laughs> and replace like, them with some new ones, I think. Yeah. yeah that's for yeah. That's for sure. So, I have gone to therapy before um i've had a couple different therapists it's just specifically my resistance has been to starting over uh starting new over the phone with someone so Mm -hmm. um do you feel vanessa like if you have the option of going in will you go in or are you like nah this setup now works for me i think i like the it's convenient for sure um, being at home and just like turning it off, crying for a while, and and not having to like cry through traffic. I'm sure that's that's a hard. <laughs> it's good thing. for everybody else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, I feel like it would be weird now seeing her face to face. Yeah, because like for me, she lives in the computer, and I think <laughs> it would it would feel like. Like want, like seeing a teacher, I guess. Yeah, seeing in, a teacher at the outside of school. Store. Yeah, and you're like, ew. <laughs> right. you're, you're not supposed to have a life. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I I think I would be intrigued, like on going in and seeing how t- I need to know her height. <laughs> yeah, what? you do need to know her. Oh that, yeah, that you will inform that. everything about how you yeah. interact with this person. Because I'm like, you gotta be taller than me, otherwise I'm gonna be like, Mm-mm. oh, that's a line for you, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it just it's because if whoever's taller is also older, you know, and wiser. And it, yeah. Uh, yeah and Wait, <laughs> tall people are wiser? I feel like it's the opposite. I feel like tall people like. We're just like walking around up here, not really paying attention to anything. Like, I feel like it's, I feel like you want a really tiny person. Mm. I could see that. Oh, but that could, that could go either way because you got the left shoulder guy who's an angel and then you got the right shoulder guy and he's a devil. Mm. So it's a real coin flip. Yeah. 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 I, I, yeah, I, I'd be intrigued, but I think I'd probably want to go back to just staying at home i mean just i've been doing zoom shows the whole quarantine too which have also been like therapy you know yeah comics say this is my therapy and going from a zoom show where i can just you know wear pajamas and go to bed and then now doing live shows where i'm like oh shit i have to time out getting to somewhere yeah yeah it's like ugh I, I want to just do everything at home still. So do you do you feel like um like you sort of like you've specifically needed therapy to like maybe replace some other things over the course of the past year that that like you would be getting otherwise? 
Yeah, I think it was like, you know, being a comic, I was always just like, go, go, go. And then when everything was like stopped and there was nothing to do, I'm like, well, now I'm just thinking about stuff. And now I'm thinking mm. of everybody, what they're doing, what I should be doing. And it was just like overwhelming. So I'm like, yeah. I guess I got to talk to somebody about this. Yeah. And and I even talked, I remember talking to a friend at the beginning of therapy where it's like, even your friends, you can't even vent to anymore because everyone's having a hard time that yeah. no one, everyone's like, yo, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it kind of, it kind of needs to be the person's job to like put up yeah. with your shit. So, right. So like, even if, if, if you don't continue this, like, after, after, like, coming out of the pandemic and stuff, do you think that you have learned stuff from doing this that's going to continue to be useful to you? Yeah, yeah. I think a big thing, like, you know, I joke and say, like, she just, you know, yes ands me and, and tells me all my thoughts are valid. But I think the big, the bigger thing I'm taking away, which I asked her, because it was all like, well, you know, self-care, you need to love yourself more and I'm like what the fuck does that mean (laughs) how do you well I don't understand so I mean she's ready to put together like 11,000 followers on Instagram if she can get that in watercolor or whatever yeah yeah and uh so yeah that's I think that's been my like oh I see now where like she kind of walks me through like oh this is how you're like not be mean to yourself anymore Mm. and i think before i didn't even realize i'd be mean to myself or like hard on myself especially when it comes to comedy and i've i've felt now doing live shows again where i'm like oh yeah i'm a i want to just have fun with this and not be so like you know hard on myself about it if a joke works it doesn't work it's all fucking dumb yeah, it's, I mean, there there will be points where you just have to remind yourself, like, oh, this is supposed to be fun. Like, I yeah, do this because it's fun. Yeah. yeah, and and I think now, because I think initially, you know, you know, we have that first, like, okay, I'm I'm doing live shows again. Well, I gotta have the best set. And it's got to be fucking tight. And and everyone can't know that I haven't done this for a year. (laughs) If I I am any worse than I was before the 15 months where stand-up was basically illegal... That actually makes me a failure. So. <laughs> right. Right. And I just like, I had those thoughts and then I was like, wait, no, everybody is starting new. Just yeah. fucking say whatever. Have fun. And it is. I think that's the fun in it now that I'm I'm having of like, yeah, I can just try stuff again. Everything's low stakes. There's no, there's no big shows right now. Everyone's just yeah. feeling it out. <laughs> One of the questions that I have is, in my experience, therapists don't always understand comedy as a as <laughs> a profession or even as a sort of vocation, really. Like, yeah. they don't understand the whole industry. They don't understand. So how has this how has this person been able to meet your specific needs as a comedian? that's so funny because yeah I think when I'm like talking about like me my insecurities and all that stuff it's like fine but when 
shit comes up about comedy. Like there was an instance here in the Austin comedy scene, you know, it's changing, there's new clubs. And I was like, I don't know what to do because I'm torn because I'm hearing this stuff and this stuff, you know, typical comedy scene drama. And I'm telling her about it. And she told me, you know, is there a Facebook group you can uh, maybe check in with? <laughs> maybe ask your colleagues because I don't. I'm not like I'm saying things she doesn't even understand. I'm She's like, a, <laughs> I'm uh, like, I gotta well. stop you right there. I genuinely don't give a shit about it. <laughs> right, right. And she's like, maybe uh, talk to your friends about that. I'm like, ma'am, I, I called you because I don't want to talk to my friends. Yeah, yes. yes, there, there is apparently, uh, David, maybe you've heard of this. There is a comedian-specific therapist. In New York City. Yeah, Have yeah. you heard this? Really? Uh, there's like, I've only ever heard it as like a rumor. I've never actually investigated it and like, see, but yeah, apparently no, it's there's. A, it's a real guy. I know people who like have seen uh, him in the past. Which I is think is an interesting like, thing. He's got to be like an ex-comedian then, right? Or current. I think it's just probably a guy that got like a bunch of referrals it's like uh, like <laughs> there are like temp agencies in new york city who like just for whatever reason like when i first moved here i did like a lot of temp gigs for this lady who for whatever reason just loved comedians like and mm. it was just like a long like uh a long chain of comics passing each other's resumes along to this one lady for stuff where you just nice. sit at a desk or whatever. I assume that's what happened with this guy mm. too. But you have to feel like someone like that gets off on it a little bit. Like being yeah. like Yeah, I would think oh, yeah. at least a little bit. I I did like I said, I have had a couple therapists, just not during the quarantine and most of them don't understand what I do. So they end up asking me questions that are very clearly them just trying to get to the bottom of it. You yeah. Know? Like, so how do you come up with jokes? You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I did have one who was a comedian when she was much younger. And oh. I don't know, like, how successful she actually was, but she definitely would drop into conversation repeatedly that she had performed with Robin Williams. And so she would like name drop in our sessions where she'd be like, yeah, well, you know, I mean, that's how it used to be when we were in San Francisco. And, you know, I don't know. Is it a good sign when your therapist is name checking Robin Williams? <laughs> how did things turn out for that guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe not the, maybe not the example that should be brought I mean, up. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people did comedy with Robin Williams. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. You you have no idea what that actually with the context. With yeah. the context of that. I, yeah, mean, I mean, you know. And, and stand up I feel like was so much different back then. Like I was watching that documentary Punchline with uh, Sally Field and Tom Hanks. Uh, I, mean, <laughs> I just caught up to that. <laughs> it used to be there was one comedy club and 20 comedians in all of New York City. And one of them was a guy who dressed up as a nun. And they all got to audition for Johnny Carson. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So one of the things that I'm interested in, in terms of like comedians and mental health in particular, is that like, tell me if you remember the same thing, but it feels like 10-ish years ago, if any comedian slightly talked about mental health or like going to therapy or depression, like Chris Gethard would talk about depression and everyone would be like, wow, that's so brave. That's so <laughs> cool that you would do that on stage. And now it's like, everyone's like, no, we're all fucked up. Like yeah. we all admit it. We're all <laughs> going to therapy. If you're not, are you even a comedian? Like none of us are well. For sure. I think, uh, not going to lie, a motivator was that everyone has a therapist bit and I haven't ha- <laughs> had one. So I'm like, I guess I got to get on that train. Um, but yeah, it, did, it does feel like, yeah, people talk about it more. I think it's also like a, it used to be like, a, yeah, it's just something people don't talk about. It was mm. There was more shame around it. And now everyone's like, yeah. I'm, I take pills. I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I think that there's, de- like, the stigma around that has gone away mm-hmm. to a great degree. I also think that mm-hmm. part of that is just, like, how influential, like, m- someone like Mark Marin or, like, Patton Oswald has been over the past mm-hmm. 20 years. Oh, like, yeah. Because, like, when I first started, I first started doing stand-up in, like, 2010, and that was, like, when that was really taking off, I think. And that was, mm-hmm. like... I think a lot of that was like the comedians of comedy, Brian Posehn, uh, Patton Oswald thing. But Kyle Kinane's first album came out the first year that I was doing stand up, and that was very heavy on that sort of stuff. I know, I remember that like changed the way that I thought about comedy a lot. Yeah, I think like, I especially, I've been doing comedy now for almost 13 years, and I, without therapy, it's like you get caught up. It's like comedy's this mind fuck. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it yeah. gets you in this, like, the hustler mentality and you got to do this and what everybody's doing and all. And when the pandemic hit, I think that's when it was really, like, it showed us, like, oh, we don't have that anymore. No one's doing anything. There's no yeah. one to, to like, compare yourself to, which that's all we're constantly doing. Yeah, I haven't um, even been going out <laughs> and noticing new differences between men and women. it's just me (laughs) there are no other people i can only (laughs) point out differences between me and my roommate you know women don't be shopping right now (laughs) (laughs) is la still different from new york i can't go there right now i don't know (laughs) they're both shut down (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) yeah everyone's doing the same thing and uh yeah i feel like I don't know if everyone is. I think a lot of people are jumping back into that, like, okay, go, go, go mentality again. But for me, at least, the therapy has helped me be like, oh, yeah, I don't have to rush back into it. It doesn't matter how many shows, who shows, you know, what shows I'm doing. I got to just chill and make sure I'm happy. 
Yeah. <laughs> which I wasn't I wasn't really conscious of before. I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm happy. What? And go, go, go. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting to do the thing that I like to do. So I must be happy, right? I'm, I mean, yeah. I don't actually, I'm not going to look into that, actually. But I, I must be. The, the math of it. Yeah, my blood pressure is through the roof. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> I am curious. This is, a, this is a question for both of you. Um, my parents are both both worked in social work um and my mom was actually a therapist so i had a very particular type of exposure to therapy which one was it's like it's good when people go to therapy uh it's not really a thing that we do in our family we help the other people we don't go uh Mm. or something i don't know it like took i like kind of had to work through actually going to therapy for the first time but it certainly was then acceptable uh, in terms of my parents. So I'm curious, uh, both of you who have gone to therapy, how how did your family, how open were they to this? How accepting of this were they? Like, mm. And how easy did that make it as something that you pursued? Uh, well, for me, it's funny. So like no one in my family has ever been to therapy. No one Mm. talks about it, especially like, yeah, I think Mexicans are just like, no, go to church. And (laughs) (laughs) but my dad was the first one to go to therapy um, also during quarantine over Zoom because he's a Vietnam vet and they he hadn't like been to like uh, he, he the VA or anything. And then he went and they were like, we should try out some therapy on you sir (laughs) so he was like okay so he started going first and that was like a what I would have never thought my dad would have gone to therapy but he was like yeah like it's pretty cool (laughs) (laughs) but it's just like not discussed you know like uh... yeah he doesn't like tell me what he's talking about or anything but my dad doesn't really talk like with, I have this whole bit about how I didn't know dad's talked for a long time. <laughs> he just like mumbles. <laughs> he says a couple words here and there, but he he's not a talker. So I'm like in there. I can't even imagine what therapy's like with him just being like, mm hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like just yeah. yes, no answers. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's it's I mean. <laughs> It's like uh, it's difficult for me to imagine like that. And he might actually listen to this. I know he's listened to some <laughs> yeah. of the podcasts, but like my, I just picturing yeah. my dad in therapy talking about the weather and the Minnesota Twins yeah. for forty five yes. minutes every week. Yes. <laughs> like, Thank you. Uh, but yeah. like I, from like my experience with it was just like I I don't believe that anyone else in my in my immediate family has like gone to therapy. But when I first felt like I needed to start seeing someone. This is like five years ago. I told my parents and I think they were like, yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) We're on board. Yeah. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. My, uh, yeah. So I'm like super proud of my dad for going. And he says that my mom just kind of like listens in on his, but I'm like, no, you can't do that. You have to get your own. And she's like, no, I, I, we do two for one. <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> like, no. Um, so, but I, I'm trying to get my brothers to go now because I'm like, yeah, we all need it. We all. Yeah, we got to finish this group on. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, that is what your mom is doing with your dad is my worst nightmare. <laughs> 
uh, which is somebody <laughs> listening it like my my partner listening in even if I'm not talking about my partner there's just something about that that I don't feel comfortable with but I was also someone yeah. like I don't like speaking on the phone in front of anyone I will walk <laughs> out into the other room yeah I will not answer the phone in front of my friends I don't know why I'm just like they think I'm dumb <laughs> They think it's, the way I said hello is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> or something. It's just those like scam calls you're getting, like your warranty. Oh, and you're like, I'm going to have to go outside. I try, yeah. <laughs> I try not to think about it because like I, I'm like a little bit deaf, I think. Like, uh, mm. And when I'm on the phone, I, I will just like sometimes I'll be in the middle of a conversation and realize that I'm just like shouting at this person. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. But so, yeah. so you've been doing video chat for the, the whole time, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And at first, I did, like, every week for, like, the first two, three months. And then now I do bi-weekly. Yeah, I do every so. two weeks just because mm-hmm. nothing is happening, you know? Like, yeah, it's like, exactly. Uh, I need <laughs> yeah. I need time to come up with more stuff to say. <laughs> because it's just, yeah. like, I, I go through what I did in the last couple weeks. And then two minutes have gone by. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I felt too. I'm like, man, we're meeting every week and I got nothing. Like, but, but I also, wow. I mean, I do I do mine on the phone because I just like I hate Zoom. Just like being on Zoom for more than 15 minutes Same. at a time makes me want to cry. Um <laughs> yeah. Like this is cool, but like the <laughs> I'm like oh sorry. Uh, yeah. But like I just uh, like it feels uh, like if I'm if I'm talking to my therapist like that, it's just like I am way too aware of them just like looking at me. Uh, mm. But so I've been doing all mine on the phone, which I do like. I I actually think that like there's something about talking on the phone makes me open up a little bit more. It like it, it mm-hmm. feels like a very intimate uh, communication style. But I I also am so fucking bad at keeping appointments over the course of this pandemic. So, like, I'll just, like, get a call. It's always, like, Monday at 4 o'clock is when I have therapy. But it's every two weeks. So I will just fucking oh. completely forget. I'll get, oh, like, no. a verification earlier in the day. And then I'm just, like, at the store and my phone rings. Oh. And it's like, all right, I guess I'm doing this here. <laughs> like, oh, you, you, you stick to it. Go back to the pilot episode here. The pilot episode with Tommy McNamara, you were like, hey, it's snowing outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My therapist <laughs> called me while I was yeah, on a walk and I I'd forgot, completely yeah. forgotten. <laughs> there, was a, there was a day back in like January where it snowed a bunch and then and I was just like, I wanted to go out and take a walk and enjoy it. And then I ended up doing therapy while like walking around in the snow in Prospect Park for 45 minutes. Actually sounds pretty beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds nice. But yeah, James, you would have left the whole store. Yeah, yeah. I would have to leave the whole store. I'd have to leave Prospect Park. It's too many people. I Yeah, I'm just like I'm walking past like a family building a snowman going like, yeah, I mean, like, I guess I like kind of my brother's friends were really mean to me when I was little. And I I I do feel like things should not be allowed to be every other week. It's no one can keep track of that. Yeah. Like I feel that way. I feel that way about, you know, I'm sure I would feel that way about therapy. I certainly feel that way about plants. It's just like you are, you're allowed to be watered once a week. I'll water you twice a week if you need. Every other week, you're going to die. I will not remember yeah, that. I mean, like even those like pill things that they make for old people. Like, they, 
<laughs> yeah, there's a reason why those are every day uh, yeah, and right. not just one and then a bunch of empty ones until <laughs> two weeks. There's a reason why. Yeah, um, fucking yeah. crazy. It is hard. It's hard to put it in the Google calendar like that every yeah. other week. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, before we decide kind of where we're going to place this on the board, I do think, and we've, we've kind of hinted at this, but like, what do you think your relationship with therapy is going to be moving forward? You know, knowing that at some point you might head back to Los Angeles, you know, knowing that your life is, even in the next few weeks, will probably pretty dramatically change just in terms of the activities that you're doing, the places that you're going, things like this. Is this a psychic reading? Because (laughs) I'm on board. (laughs) If you're telling me my life's going to change, I love it. (laughs) Yeah, that's what we do. That's the hidden part of this show. So far, it's been the same for a year, James. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, I feel like I I definitely want to continue it um, as I do more, but yeah, I feel like, um, I'm still kind of taking it slow on like getting back out there, what Mm -hmm. I'm doing. If a, if a job comes up where I'm like busy, busy, busy again. Yeah. I don't know. I might be like, go back to Oprah or something. (laughs) (laughs) So the only other thing that I'll say as you know, before we, we try to place this on the board, and David, I think we've answered this in the past, is are we about to rank Vanessa's experience with therapy? Are we about to rate the concept of therapy on the board? Because those are two very different things. Like what Vanessa is describing sounds pretty great. But I also think that therapy... Is is a phrase like science where it's like people yeah. are like it's science. Yeah, I love the Facebook group. I fucking love therapy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where it's just kind of like that. That means so many different things. Science means so what? many different things. Uh, I wish I would have come in uh, with. I really got into science over the quarantine. <laughs> so so here's um here's my uh, actual argument for this being quarantine good. Oh, in okay. in a way that is very similar to Kath Barbadoro getting into bar workouts over the course of this. Mm. Uh, so to me, it feels like like this is like you you pretty explicitly said, Vanessa, that this is like at least part of this is just you not having an audience and needing that, like needing yeah. an outlet for that over the course of the past year. And yeah. like I think that, like, as someone who was doing it before and continued doing it during quarantine, this is still, this is, like, absolutely no match for, like, the actual experience of going and sitting down and looking at someone in person Mm. while you're doing this. Mm. So, I, like, uh, my, my take on this is if... If you can, if you plan on continuing to do this after, after the pandemic is over, then I think it's a, it's a good thing. But, like, just the experience of doing this over the course of quarantine, Mm. to me, feels like kind of a quarantine good thing. I feel that. Oh, interesting. Interesting. So I, I almost feel the opposite. I don't know if we've ever really had to cover such a, like, wide rift, perhaps. But I think this is a very good thing, particularly in the way that Vanessa is describing this. Because I think 
the nature of everyday life, but particularly in comedy, is that there is no room for reflection. And there has now been a space that has been created for reflection. And I think a lot of what we've talked about on this podcast is people struggling to fill their time in a way Mm -hmm. that feels healthy and productive. Sure. And therapy in terms of, of... something that will be good moving forward it to me it feels like yoga for three months where it's like like Mm. which is towards the top of the board where it's like this is good and even if you don't do it anymore like you know it's hard to argue with those three months where you were you know well i mean to be fair like i i do think that the fact that you are planning on like continuing to do this puts it more on par with like Kenise Mobley getting into weed over the past year. Cause <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that's very similar actually. Yeah. Uh, the, the only thing, the only strike against it is just that it has not been, you know, it's been, it's been a less than ideal version of that. Okay. Yeah. Vanessa, what are your yeah. thoughts on this? Well, I, I feel like it's definitely helped me. I think, I, I don't regret starting at all. I, I definitely tell people, like, you should do it too. But, yeah, it does feel on the, at the same time, like, yeah, d- am I getting the real deal? Am I getting the pandemic version of therapy that's in, in your own home and she's just, like, lifting me up and all of my, um, again, Every week, I'm like, I didn't do nothing. Nothing has happened. <laughs> um, so I don't have that, like, new shit is happening to me problems. I, I got to mm. go back and be like, well, yeah, I guess one time. You know, I'm, like, trying to think <laughs> of stuff for therapy yeah. because I'm like, I don't, yeah, I'm, it's the same thing. Um, so, yeah, I, I see both, kind of both sides. I don't know. Do y'all have a... A tie? <laughs> here's here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking we put this on par with doing yoga for three months and Criterion, uh, Criterion Collection movies. I also think that Criterion Collection movies may need to be moved down a little bit in the future. Oh. So we've never done this before. I, I would like to make an official movement that we replace Criterion Collection with therapy mm-hmm. on the tier. And Criterion Collection gets bumped down to be in between Great British Baking Show and the Great British Baking okay. Show. Okay, yeah, I'm into that. Oh. Okay. Uh, so, Vanessa, that would mean that, you know, the activity you've been doing is good. Uh, <laughs> feel free to continue. <laughs> we, oh, oh. we support it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Thanks. Yeah. Oh, man, this, that feels great. Because I wasn't sure if it was a waste <laughs> of money. This whole yeah. <laughs> well, I'm well we actually, we, we didn't factor in how expensive this is compared <laughs> yeah, to you. Okay. Yeah. That is true. Uh, but... <laughs> We've already turned both our keys and our answer is locked in. So. Yeah. Uh, well, Vanessa, where can people find more from you on the internet? Oh, you can find me at vanessacomedy.com. And I got an album out called My Birthday's Tomorrow. That's also on the website. Check that out. Yeah. And I have a podcast uh, with my bestie, Michael Folk, called I'm Not Busy. Great. Yeah. Uh, D- David, what about you? I mean, whatever. Follow me on Twitter. Who cares? Cool. <laughs> Same. Follow David on Twitter for me. And uh, we'll be back uh, next week with another episode. Thanks, y'all. Bye.
Quarantine Good is produced by Katie Gresset Diaz. Katie is also our audio engineer. Quarantine Good is part of the Authentic Podcast Network. You can like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and we will talk to you next week.